0: All right. All right. Welcome back to another episode of The Untamed Life, another conversation based on a lot of questions that I get in my inbox, conversations I'm having with people on discovery calls, which I really take to heart because it's always great feeder uh, content and conversations to go into deeper teachings with on this podcast. So today I'm continuing part two of the three-part series I started last week and I want to talk about some of the questions that people often come, the desires, right? Even most recently this week, been on the phone with a couple guys. And here's some questions that come through in some variation or form. You know, how do I make sure that this time around in this relationship, I don't make the same mistakes that I made in my last relationships? How can I make sure that this relationship is successful, right? How can I show up? up for this relationship as a completely different man than I was in the last relationship or a different woman, right? A lot of people that I work with have gone through some sort of divorce, betrayal, breakup, either they've been hurt they're you know, they did the hurting. It doesn't really matter. And it doesn't mean that you have gone through a divorce either. It may have been that you have had relationship struggles and issues inside of your marriage, inside of your teams, inside of your parenting, inside of your family unit, like relationships at the core are are pretty much just relationships, right? It's how you do them. And so, you know, whenever we've experienced some sort of tension, break, pain, and you all have, if you're human, there's going to be some brokenness, some fragmentation, right? Some loss. In the last episode, I talked about, you know, reclaiming, coming into reclamation, reclaiming everything that was lost, right? This is why a lot of times when I'm working with people, it's like, I want to reclaim the love that I never had, right? I'm ready for it. I'm ready to get it back. I want to reclaim the adventure inside of my relationships. I want to reclaim the passion. I want to, you know, reclaim the trust. I'm, and I believe that we are in a time, a season of reclaiming, restoring, and rebuilding. So today's episode, I really want to unpack this idea of restoration. But the questions, right, that come, a lot of times we don't come in and think, I'm going to restore my relationships. We think I'm going to get right to it, and I'm going to dive right into the next one, or I'm going to fix things, and we're going to move on, right? So whether you've had pain, betrayal, mistrust, around anything inside of your relationships, inside your organizations, your families, in your homes, within yourself, before you can sort of get right to it and create the new, right? Let's get right to it. We've got to go through a process of restoration. So I'm going to answer that question today of how can I make sure that this time around it's successful? How can I make sure I don't mess it up again, right? How can I be there for this relationship, for this business, for these bonus kids, right? Stepkids, as my husband calls them, bonus kids, right? How can we make sure that we're really showing up this time around, right? Right so that we don't repeat the same mistakes of the past, so that we don't keep recycling the past, right? And this is an essential question and a great question of self-awareness. I honor everyone that is asking themselves this question because I work with a lot of type A. I work with a lot of high achievers. I am one. Patience is not one of my, you know, <laughs> most well-known virtues, right? I have really had to be trained in patience over and over again, right? And. Um, I have to be trained in how to slow down, how to be more self-aware so that I don't keep running because my capacity is great. I have a lot of energy. I have a lot of drive. And, you know, often our capacity can outrun or outpace our character. So we want something, we can see it, we can feel it. We know we can make it happen. We've got all this energy and ideas and vision and you know, structure of how we're going to put it together. But our character isn't quite shaped or formed or whole to be able to hold, sustain, right? Not only to get what we want, getting what you want is easy. Say that all the time. Really it is. I mean, if you follow the steps that someone has gone before you has shown you, right? A lot of times getting something in our life, whether it's money or a relationship or whatever, it's easy holding the space for it to grow to mature and then to multiply so that it actually multiplies other people and has a ripple effect that's a whole other ball game right so as we come into this conversation of like how how can we really create moving forward build moving forward from a whole new foundation a whole new place i'm going to talk about rebuilding in the next episode but the first step You know, after we claim that we are no longer settling for what's in the past, we're going ahead. I think that like we have to really begin to move into a season and a time of restoration. Of course, I am talking about all of this because I'm about to, you know, launch a new structure for our Warriors of the Heart community and restoration is a huge part of reclaiming and rebuilding the life that we're called to live, the life that you're destined for, right? You've got to restore the broken the parts that were lost, right? We've got to come back into wholeness where we feel fragmented or like part, you know, part of us is here and part of us is gone. And part of us is in the past and grieving still and all of the things. So let's unpack for a minute, you know, what, what does this word to restoration even mean to, to restore something means to repair it, to mend it, to fix it to reinstate it and reestablish it essentially to bring something back to its original design right to its original condition and i talk a lot about on this on this podcast about you know, throughout the years, if you've lived on this planet for any lifetimes, right, any decades here, you have gone through things that there has been brokenness, right? Parts of you have been chipped away at part of your heart has been broken, shattered, right? And when we go through these phases as little children, as teenagers through first loves, you know, younger when maybe one parent wasn't available for us as we go in our thirties and forties, and we start to have lots of big, you know, losses and things that crush us, crush our spirit, that original part of us, right. Our original, our soul, our our original design, we can become disconnected and fragmented. And we forget parts of ourselves. It's wild. It, you know, the amount of people that I work with that the, the primary, um, order of business is remembering, coming back to who they are. They have forgotten themselves along the way, right? They've just got caught up in the drift of life. They got caught up in identities because they had to create identities out of survival mode, or they became who they thought they were supposed to be. They became someone for something else. They get enmeshed in their identity as a certain role in life, right, or a title, they get enmeshed in their identity with how much money is in the bank account, how many toys are in the garage, the the relationship they've been in. And then when those things break or leave their life or come to completion or whatever, get shaken up, their whole identity, their whole core being seems to be in this massive doubt going like, what just happened? <laughs> what just happened? Who am I? What on earth am I here for? What am I here to actually do? Do I have value? Like, And there's this identity crisis, right? That mm-hmm. happens in many of us. And I've gone through several of them. I am talking about them a lot in my book where I, when we really start to identify as things, you know, or as job titles or as role identify as an athlete or identify as a CEO or identify as a wife, you know, whenever those roles change, it really can, if that's what we built our entire identity and found, you know, our world around, if that takes, gets taken from us or it changes. Wow, does it ever rock your world, right? All of a sudden, it feels like you're standing on quicksand, and there's tornadoes going around you. And you're just like, I don't know where I'm standing. I don't know where my solid ground is. I don't know, you know, what's going on. And this is when we can start to really grasp again for those external things, to start to hold onto some kind of security, some something that gives us comfort and, and a sense of meaning and a sense of purpose and a sense of belonging and a sense of worth. And it's such, a, it's such a critical place in these times that we reestablish and we restore who we are, our original design, right? And so my definition of restoration is really coming back to wholeness. And you guys know that I'm very, you know, I'm faith-based, I'm biblically based. So the promise of God is really that he will restore us, right, through salvation, through Christ. He will restore us not only to our original design, but so much more, so much more will pour out into us, so much more, even more than our former state. Joel 2, 21 24, you know, talks about bringing us back to our former state and even better than before. See, a lot of people, they just want to get back to how they things used to be. I just want to get back to how it was. You know, I just want to get back to calm. I want to get back to the good old days. I want to get my body back. I want to get my relationship back. I want to get back. But what they're doing is they're just so attached to who they were in the past still or the idea of what they think they lost. But what if in coming back to who you really are at your core and who you really are created to be at your core and restoring that identity and coming back and restoring the right relationships, the right vision, the right heart, the right desires in your life, you actually open up so much more than you ever had before. This has been my life. You know, it's, it was either chasing some promise in the future or something that I thought I needed to be, or something that I thought the world was going to offer me or more money would offer me, or, you know, more clients would offer me or whatever it was. But when something like truly magnificent, magical, miraculous starts to happen, when you remember in your depth of your soul, who you are, and you start to walk in that place and cultivating that inner relationship. So I want to say like, a lot of people always ask me like, why, Christy, why do you talk about relationships so much? Right. I am a relationship coach, but I'm not, I'm so much more than that. Right. But the reason why I talk about relationships so much is because I really believe Through my own life journey and working with clients in all sorts of facets of life, from their body to their business to their parenting to their love intimate relationships. I'll tell you this to money to anything that 99% of your problems are relationship problems, maybe even 100%, right? Any problem, anything that you think in your life right now is a problem, it really boils down to the relationships that you have. And when we start digging and digging and digging and digging, a lot of those surface level problems are still relational problems. There's three key relationships that I want to unpack today that I think really we're being called to restore. But at the end of the day, we have a relationship with everything and everyone and every belief, right? So it doesn't matter if it's The opposite sex with yourself, with your parents, with your staff, people that work for you, with money, with time. We have relationships with all of these things, these objects, animate or (laughs) inanimate objects. We create and have established relationships with these things. There's dynamics at which we exchange and operate in inside our relationships. There's dynamic that we hold with time, with energy, with money, with you know, with everything. And we get attached, right? We get attached to these relationships with these things and we can't see any other way. So we become very predictable in our relationship with each other, with money, with chaos, with drama, with with conflict, right? And so a lot of times when I'm, when I'm supporting clients with, I do a lot of conflict resolution, right? A lot of navigating challenging seasons, challenging times, whether it's rebuilding trust after it's broken, whether it's navigating divorces, co-parenting, executive, you know, leading teams and stuff, regardless, conflict is conflict. Tension is tension, right? And being able to drop in and change the atmosphere and trust yourself and trust your decision making, right? Requires that we begin to not only change our relationships with people, with ourselves, trusting our voice, but changing our relationship with chaos, with drama, with avoidance, with communication, right? And as we sort of restore (laughs) and restructure these relationships, everything gets easier. So I want to just invite you to tune into that, right? If there is a lot of tension in your life, if there is a lot of chaos, if there's a lot of drama, if there's a lot of friction, if there's a lot of doubt, you have a relationship with trust. You have a relationship with drama. You have a relationship even with peace or calm or whatever it is. You have a relationship with giving and receiving. And just kind of drop into those areas, maybe where you're experiencing some tension, some resistance, some friction, some, right. And it's like, if I was to really ask you, like, how's your relationship with that thing? You'd probably tell me, yeah, it's, you know, it's not good. (laughs) Right it's not good. It always causes me stress. This relationship takes a lot of my bandwidth. It takes a lot of stress. So that is the answer why I talk about relationships so much, because I believe if we peel away the layers of all the superficial conversations that we waste time having, and we waste a lot of time talking about all the insignificant details and this happened and then that happened, then this person said this and then, and it's just a lot of noise that's unnecessary. Once we peel away the layers and we get right into the core, I'm curious of like, what is your relationship with this thing? What is your relationship with yourself? What is your relationship with your inner man, your inner woman, your spirit, God's spirit, the spirit, right? And what is your relationship with others. And so I want to talk about the three relationships that I really believe. And I just said them that it is time we restore, we get raw, we get real, we get honest with ourselves about our key foundational relationships, right? Because they are the basis for how we operate in relationship with everything else. Number one is the relationship with ourselves, right? I love, I had a beautiful conversation the other day, man called me, you know, starting over after nearly three decades of being married, wanting to really like step up and be a great leader moving forward for his new partner, his children, reestablish things in his business. And I love the fact that he knows that he's ready to move forward, but in order to do that and to really show up to be a man that can really lead in this new season, he's got to work on himself, his relationship with himself. The one thing I hear constantly from people is that they're terrified to be alone. They're terrified to spend time by themselves. It's like, I hate being alone. I hate just being alone in my house by myself or just you know, feeling alone. And while, while I'm totally generalizing on this, you know, and definitely women suffer from this too. I've really seen that men truly, truly, you know, hate it. It seems to be like a little bit more. Right. And that's just totally my opinion, my observation. And, and I don't know if that's because men haven't really like established these circles where they can also have true, raw, real, connection and communication where maybe women talk more, right? So maybe they don't feel as alone. But the one thing that I hear a lot is I hate being alone, right? I just don't want to feel it. And yet in this time of isolation, that's when we're drawn into greater awareness, greater intimacy, greater understanding of who we are, what we actually like, what we want in life. You know, again, this is a question I ask a lot of clients that I work with is like, you know, what lights you up? Like, what makes you happy? What what interest do you have right now? What are the things that you are excited to go build or to create? And to be honest, a lot of people cannot answer those questions. They don't know. They don't know anymore because they've just been in the grind for so long. You've been in the grind for so long. You've just been doing, you've been a human doing, you've been a machine, you've been reacting, you've been putting out fires. That a part of you is like, I don't, I don't really know if I totally had, if you had a month off, if you had a week off, what would you actually spend your time doing that was so life-giving that would just fill you up, right? There's so many great questions we can begin to ask ourselves, like, or would you just fill it with more garbage? Again, this has, you know, a lot of the work I do is around helping people reorganize their time and their relationship with time and restore, right? Time. Time and spaciousness in their schedule. But a lot of times they'll open up a bunch of space on their schedule, delegate, delegate, get rid of things only to fill it back up with more of the same junk, more of the same crap, because they don't honor space. They don't honor spaciousness. And it ultimately comes down to them having a relationship with themselves and with God that is like, they really cherish that time to get to know themselves, to spend time with themselves, to get the clarity, right? They have a, just like an unhealthy relationship with that. So they have to fill the space, fill it with noise all the time and be attached to everything external. So the first relationship is with yourself, your inner man, your inner woman, right? Who are you right now in this season, right? What are the parts of you that are hurting and holding on to bitterness or anger and resentment? What are you really craving to experience more of and less of in this this, this lifetime that you have, right? There's like so many questions that we don't ask ourselves, but we just let other people tell us. They, we let other people dictate for us. So we got to get in the practice of, of going inward and rediscovering who we are. So I think, like, that first relationship, the first order of business is getting to know yourself, the things that you're harboring, the things that you're holding on to. And that's why that period of isolation, when all that stuff comes up and like, you get to see like all the, ugh, that's inside, all the stuff you're holding onto that you didn't even realize. You're like, I totally dealt with this like so long ago. I forgave my dad. I forgave my ex-wife. I forgave whatever. I forget that guy that, you know, stole stole business from me or opened shop down the road or whatever. And all of a sudden this stuff you start realizing is coming out of you. And you're like, what what is going on? I don't like the way this feels, but it's the ability to be able to sit, process, talk, talk it through, right? And release it so that you can get to the building process. I'll tell you this, you'll never be able to successfully rebuild, which we're going to talk about next week. You won't be able to successfully rebuild a thriving relationship, a thriving business, a strong vessel as a body, spirit, whatever. If you are still full of crap, from the past. If you are fragmented and you're, you're seeking and reaching externally for wholeness, wholeness is an inside job loves, right? So relationship with self number two is really relationship with God, with the spirit, something greater than yourself. I talk about this all the time, but it has to be said because again, most, most people that come to work with me, I have them fill out a life arenas assessment. And we kind of address these different areas of life. And I'll tell you that 90% of the time, spirit and relationships, right? Are two of the lowest, two of the lowest things that they rate themselves off. The average is about a two to a three on a scale of 10, where people say that they feel fulfilled and energized and in alignment in these areas. And they're really secretly craving a deeper connection with the spirit but they don't even know where to begin. They have maybe religious trauma from being in like churches that were like fear, hell and damnation all the time and guilt and shame. And there's trauma around that legalism and dogma, you know, dogma. And they never really learned what it was like to cultivate a real relationship and walk with the spirit to be in communication. Maybe that it was just foreign, right? I've, many, many people that I've worked with that just had grew up in atheist homes where there was just no faith, no spiritual anything. Right. And then there's a lot of distorted spirit, right. Where we have relationships with all kinds of different entities and things, and it's really confusing and you know, it's ungrounded. So the second relationship that I believe that we really and by the way, these are not in particular order. There's my top three. It's like, we've got to come back to the heart of God, really getting to know and, and learn to walk into this. Because I'll tell you, once we do that, we start to really break open the world of imagination and wonder and awe and miracles and what feels like magic and, you know, innovation and creativity again, because we are back in the energy of creation. We're back with the creator, right? We're no longer just a production wheel and a machine. We no longer feel synthetic, fake, artificial, just like a cog in the wheel. We start to be inspired again. I know what is so cool to me. And I love this is that once people start to reconnect with this, I see it all the time. It's such an, it's such a fulfilling part of my work is that I know exactly what happens, whether I'm working with men or women, you know, women, especially they start to all of a sudden have this desire and urge to start creating right art, music, doing things with their hands, you know, beautifying their home, like creating things, products or services or whatever. There's this urge to create with the masculine. It's like, there's an urge to create and build, but from a totally different fuel. And so I love when we sort of start to crack this open because the desire for innovation, the desire for creativity and the ability to open ourselves up to receive the ideas, the vision, the insights, the, the creative strat. you know, it, I say creative strategies. It's interesting because those two feel like they're up in opposition, but they're actually like very much intertwined. Um, they start to flow again, right? It's like the floodgates open. You're like, man, I'm getting so many downloads. Even Mark yesterday, you know, he was driving home for the, from the kids volleyball tournament and was listening to something. And I know he's been spending a lot of time just in quiet in solitude with himself and prayer, you know, connecting the spirit. And he's like, man, you know, like, he's like, Christine, there's so many, like, it's just like, it's coming so fast. It's like, there's so much coming in and coming up and i was like yes i know i love it right there's so much there's never a shortage of ideas or creative creativity that wants to flow in us when we're connected to the spirit because that is the ultimate source of life so all creation comes for the from the creator right true organic raw real creation and the third relationship sorry before i jump into that so i just want to say that You know, once we, if you have been feeling dull, if you have been feeling burnt out, if you have been feeling disconnected from your desire to create things, to have new original ideas, new solutions to innovate, um, to actually like go out and explore and discover things. And like, you know, if you've been feeling disconnected from life force, you got to start rebuilding or restoring this relationship that has been forgotten, and it doesn't matter if it was forgotten in your lifetime or the generations before you, because restoration is about coming back into wholeness, bringing back into the right place, the way that you are created and designed to be in union, to be in connection. The third relationship, obviously, I think this is a big one, is our relationship with the opposite sex, with the masculine and the feminine, and I think this this is such a big one because So many, we have so many belief systems. We have so many constructs based on our own experiences, the collective experiences of society, the ones that our parents passed on to us about what it means to be a man, what it means to be a woman, what your role is, what his role is, her role, how you're supposed to talk to each other in relationships, right? Like you have all these expectations of the opposite sex and of of yourself as a man, as a woman. And what I have found in my own life is like I had so much rejection going on, you know, so much brokenness and wounding and fragmentation of unmet needs, um, unspoken things, whatever, it doesn't matter. You're human. You're going to have this that needed restoration, that needed healing, right? That needed forgiveness, that needed grace, that needed acceptance. I needed to go through processes to reveal where I was hardened towards the opposite sex or towards my own sex, right? Like towards the feminine, towards females. You know, I grew up, I thought that being a woman meant that you were weak and you got walked over and like nobody respected you. So I became obviously very performance-based as an athlete, I just wanted to win all the time. I wanted to compete, 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 compete with men, compete with women, compete in the marketplace. Like I just started to reject a lot of my design as a woman and reject that. And at the same time, I was almost like wanting to be and compete with men at the same time, right? Like, I don't need you because I have everything myself. And so it created this whole distortion of how I saw the masculine, right? And their role in my life, his role in my life, and my role as the feminine design. And I ran myself completely into the ground, right? Like I got to the place where I got so burnt out, my body felt destroyed. I was burning down everything around me, relationships, financial stuff because I wasn't operating in my original design and I wasn't trusting my own original design as a woman or trusting the opposite sex the masculine men to show up, to provide, to protect, to respect, to appreciate, to cherish me. And and I had to do a lot of work in restoring this, this right here, relationship with the masculine and the feminine. So I believe that right now, I believe, I know it's on my heart to help support people in this work. And it's so funny. It doesn't matter. You know, a lot of people say, I've already done this, and then we'll start coaching people. And then all of a sudden, they'll just keep hitting their head against the wall with certain patterns. And it's like this thing that they have with their mother, right? (laughs) That They have never resolved or this thing that this dynamic they've got with their father, that they've never resolved. And in order for us to really move into the rebuilding, we've got to clear the clutter, we've got to heal the past and restoration is about healing. You know, as I think of restoration, bringing back to wholeness, you know, my mom collects a lot of really beautiful antiques and these things like they need tender care. they are very precious, right? They've been around for a long, long time, but they need a lot of tenderness. They need healing and they need to be taken care of. And if they don't, they start to crumble and dry out and they're not worth as much. Right. And as we give the loving attention to these beautiful pieces of furniture and we put them back together and you, you work on the chips and you repaint and you, you pour love, they, they really, this, it's like a whole new kind of beauty shines through them. Right. Um, I went to the Biltmore estate for, for new years. And I just saw like every room with these pieces of magnificent art and furniture, and it was all restored. And it was breathtaking to see these things come alive again, that, you know, maybe basically we're like dead and cast aside for a long time. And I know I'm not saying that like our soul is like an old piece of furniture, but kind of is it to me is a great visual of bringing something alive again, bringing something to wholeness so that like beauty can shine from it again, right? Light, creativity, invitation to come sit, play, explore comes back into the scene. And that is, that's how it is with our soul, with our spirit, with our bodies, with our hearts. We've got to bring these things alive again. And the way that we do it is through restoration, intimacy, in connection, in relationship, So, um, this is part two of a three-part series. Obviously this conversation is near and dear to my heart. I am in the process of reshaping and restructuring how I'm supporting clients in 2023. And a huge piece of this is taking our process of initiation into a membership community. And, um, in the community, the primary focus in the beginning as you join in is going to be to walk you through the steps of reclaiming, restoring, and rebuilding. There's a lot of support in there on how to restore the primary relationships in your life, how to remember who you are, discovery exercises, healing exercises, practices, right? To help you walk through the process because it is a process that I believe requires the right container to hold it. It requires the right support around you as you navigate this restoration process and the right tools. So I want to take this moment to really invite you that if this is landing for you, that you would raise your hand, consider Joining our upcoming Warriors of the Heart community for 2023, where you will get access to all of the initiation materials, the restoration materials to really restore those three key relationships in your life. You'll get a lot of support through community calls and training. There's going to be a live event later in the year. You can click on the link in the show notes to learn more. I'm I'm definitely plugging this right now because we are starting in February. we're starting in February with the new structure. You can join anytime. There's some amazing introductory offers right now for the first 25 people who join this community. So you guys take a look at the link. Um, and I just want to wrap it up again today by saying like, it is a really exciting time when you are in this season where you are saying goodbye to the old and you have this desire to to create something new and become the best version of yourself, you know, for the next time around, or you might be rebuilding a business or anything. It doesn't matter. But at the core, it's still the man or the woman that is going to show up to the relationship that is going to lead this new business forward he's the one, she's the one, you're the one that's going to be the centrifugal, centrifugal, is that a word? Um, the center of all of this It's all going to swirl around you. So if you haven't gotten things right within yourself, it's only a matter of time before all the stuff from the past, when you're squeezed, when you're under pressure, whatever is going to start oozing out of you. And that's how you've got to forge the character. Now, for what it is that you want to receive so that you can hold it, sustain it, and multiply it. Um, so if this resonated for you, click on the link below, check out the initiation. We're starting soon. There's opportunity to chat with me, all kinds of details there for you. And if this resonated with you, I'd love for you to share with someone, share this right now with you know one person. Who's the one person that comes to mind that needs to hear this message? Go ahead and forward them this podcast episode today. Um, So thank you for being here. I am excited about this season of restoration. And I just want to wrap by saying this, even, you know, yesterday I was listening to um, a a sermon and I was like, it was on relationships. And I was like, I I feel like I'm listening to my own coaching call right now. Like it was on conflict resolution. And this pastor was walking people through how to resolve conflict. And I was like, oh, wow, this is what I do for a living. And like, I literally walk people through these steps all the time, all day long. And so there was this one part of me that was like, I got this right. But then as I was listening, what I felt was like this nudge coming out of me. And it was a certain two relationships in my life where there was still some messy, energy. There was still some resentment. There was still some like conflict. And here's the thing, you know, how do you know? It's because if you see this person or people are talking about them or whatever, you just want to, you want to change the subject. You want to cross the street and walk on the other side. Like you don't want to talk about them. You don't want to talk to them. You just rather like avoid them. Right. And so I I just kind of scanned my heart there for a minute. And I was like, is there anyone that I'm like, you know what? I just like, I would rather just like, ugh avoid you. And I, I, and I want to be careful here because there are some places, people, relationships that it's like, you know, I'm just, that was for another time in my life. I'm not giving it any energy, but they're not taking up any space, right? There's a couple relationships that really broke my heart, right? I had poured a lot of love of tenderness of, you know, energy into certain relationships. And there was some painful things said, done, that I ended up just washing under the rug and moving on and not giving it a lot of attention at the time, but there's still some residue of hurt. So as I was listening to this message yesterday, I was like, yep. Okay. I get to clean that up. (laughs) Right. Because I know that The next level of work, the next where I'm being taken requires that I keep that, that clean, you know, my heart clean so that I can be fully available for whatever's coming. So I want to say this to you is that if you are being called to move into right now, a new relationship and you want to be all in for this relationship to rebuild it. And that means like, if you are working on your marriage right now and you're like, you know what, we're going to make it better than ever. It doesn't mean that you're in a new relationship. Sometimes when we are moving into a new season, we're we're upgrading and redefining and creating a new relationship with the person we've been in a relationship with for 20 years. It's going to require that all of you shows up, that you don't rehash the past, that you don't keep thinking about it, that you don't bring it up. So there's going to be conversations that will rise to the surface that you get to have, you need to have, you get to have so that you can rebuild from a solid, clean slate. If you're still harboring and you're holding on to things and you're still you know, shoving things away or sweeping them under the rug, you will not be able to move into the rebuilding process successfully, sustainably. I can guarantee you it's gonna come up at some point in time. So I wanna leave you with that thought today. I wanna thank you for being here. What relationships in your life need restoration? I'm going to pause and let you know, you already know who they are, what relationship, how's the relationship with yourself? Does it need restoration? How's your relationship with God? And I would invite you if you answered, yes, you know, you need to work on these things. Click on the link, get connected with me. And until next time, you guys, thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. Here's to loving fiercely and leading courageously. Bye for now. Thanks again for joining me in today's episode. It is my intention to bring you valuable, heart-shifting content every time that will upgrade your life. If you're a new listener, make sure you follow the podcast so you can stay up-to-date as future episodes roll out. And I invite you to head on over and join my free community, Warriors of the Heart on Facebook. In there, you'll find bonus trainings, a game-changing assessment tool, and exclusive member-only offers. Until next time, Warriors, Here's to loving fiercely and leading courageously in the untamed life, the only life worth living.